Hello, and welcome to another special episode of the Coger Center Arts Roundup. This week, in partnership with Full Circle Productions, the Coger Center is excited to give you part two of the 1593 Sonnet series. As theaters, concert halls, and performance venues have shuttered their doors in the wake of the coronavirus crisis, and life throughout all reaches of society has ground to a screeching halt, the absence of art and culture as a shelter for solace is a harrowing reality affecting all corners of the globe. Erica Tobolsky, Sonnet Number 60 by William Shakespeare. Like as the waves make towards the pebbled shore, so do our minutes hasten to their end, each changing place with that which goes before. In sequent toil, all forwards do contend. Nativity, once in the main of light, crawls to maturity, wherewith being crowned, crooked eclipses gainst his glory fight. And time that gave doth now his gift confound. Time doth transfix the flourish set on youth, and delves the parallels in beauty's brow, feeds on the rarities of nature's truth, and nothing stands but for his scythe to mow. And yet to times in hope my verse shall stand, praising thy worth, despite his cruel hand. I'm Richard Dodge, and this is Shakespeare's Sonnet 50. How heavy do I journey on the way, when what I seek my weary travels end, doth teach that ease and that repose to say, thus far the miles are measured from thy friend. The beast that bears me, tired with my woe, plods duly on, to bear that weight in me, as if by some instinct the wretch did know his rider loved not speed being made from thee. The bloody spur cannot provoke him on, that sometimes anger thrust into his hide, which heavily he answers with a groan, more sharp to me than spurring to his side. For that same groan doth put this in my mind, my grief lies onward and my joy behind. As a moment in history with a future full of uncertainty and disquiet, the past can be a powerful reminder that in the bleakest of times, art will be born with the capacity to reassure, comfort, and carry us into a hopeful future. Hi, I'm Louis Putelli, and this is Shakespeare's Sonnet Number 12. When I do count the clock that tells the time, and see the brave day sunk in hideous night. When I behold the violet past prime, and sable curls all silvered o'er with white. When lofty trees I see barren of leaves, which erst from heat did canopy the herd, and summer's green all girded up in sheaves, borne on the bier with white and bristly beard. Then of thy beauty do I question make, that thou among the wastes of time must go, since sweets and beauties do themselves forsake and die as fast as they see others grow, and nothing 
Against time's scythe can make defense, save breed, to brave him when he takes thee hence. Hi, my name is Samuel Adams, and this is Shakespeare's Sonnet 29. When, in disgrace with fortune and men's eyes, I, all alone, beweep my outcast state, and trouble deaf heaven with my bootless cries, and look upon myself and curse my fate, wishing me like to one more rich in hope, featured like him, like him with friends possessed, desiring this man's art and that man's scope with what I most enjoy, contented least. Yet, in this state, myself almost despising, haply I think on thee. And then my state, like to lark at break of day arising from sullen earth, sings hymns at heaven's gate. For thy sweet love remembered, such wealth brings, that then I scorn to change my state with kings. In the year 1593, William Shakespeare faced the closure of theater houses with outbreaks of the bubonic plague, a disease which claimed nearly a third of the city's population. As acting companies fell on hard times, Shakespeare took the forced closures as a time to create, and in the year 1593 began to compose the first of what would amount to 154 sonnets. My name is Colin Dodd, and this is the sonnet Death Be Not Proud by John Donne. Death be not proud, though some have called thee mighty and dreadful, for thou art not so. For those whom thou thinkst thou dost overthrow, die not, poor death, nor yet canst thou kill me. From rest and sleep which but thy pictures be, much pleasure then from though thee much more must flow, and soonest our best men with thee do go, rest of their bones and souls delivery. Thou art slave to fate, chance, kings, and desperate men, and dust with poison-worn sickness dwell and poppy or charms can make us sleep as well. And better than thy stroke, why swellest thou then? One short sleep past we wake eternally, and death shall be no more, death thou shalt die. While we remain in isolation, let us find inspiration for the future and lessons from the past, as artists persist and create in anticipation of the curtain rising once again. Hi, my name is Samuel Adams, and this is Shakespeare's Sonnet 27. Weary with toil, I haste me to my bed, the dear repose for limbs with travel tired, but then begins a journey in my head to work my mind while body's work's expired. For then my thoughts, from far where I abide, intend a zealous pilgrimage to thee, and keep my drooping eyelids open wide looking on darkness which the blind do see, save that my soul's imaginary sight presents thy shadow to my sightless view, which, like a jewel hung in ghastly night, makes black night beauteous and her old face new. Lo, thus by day my limbs, by night my mind, for thee and for myself no quiet find. As a decrepit father takes delight to see his active child do deeds of youth, so I, made lame by fortune's dearest spite, take all my comfort 
of thy worth and truth. For whether beauty, birth, or wit, or wealth, or any of these, or all, or more, entitled in thy parts do crowned sit, I make my love engrafted to this store. So then, I am not lame, poor, nor despised, whilst that this shadow doth such substance give that I in thy abundance am sufficed, and by a part of all thy glory live. Look what is best, that best I wish in thee. This wish I have, then ten times happy me. Let me not to the marriage of true minds admit impediments. Love is not love which alters when it alteration finds, or bends with the remover to remove. Oh no, it is an ever-fixed mark that looks on tempests and is never shaken. It is the star to every wandering bark whose worse unknown although his height be taken. Love's not time's fool, though rosy lips and cheeks within his bending sickle's compass come. Love alters not with his brief hours and weeks, but bears it out even to the edge of doom. If this be error and upon me proved, I never writ, nor no man ever loved. History has repeated itself, and humanity is again facing a pandemic which has disrupted normal life and shuttered performing and visual arts venues. To support creative artists during this time, the Coger Center for the Arts is launching the 1593 Project, A Call for Art. We encourage submissions from South Carolina performing and visual artists through June 30th, 2020. For more information, please visit CogerCenterForTheArts.com. The Coger Center Arts Roundup is produced in part by Garnet Media Group, the student media partnership at the University of South Carolina. Information about tickets and upcoming events can be found at CogerCenterForTheArts.com, the official website for Coger Center tickets. For more information about Garnet Media Group, visit garnetmedia.org.